0: Funnels and follow up. We're back. Did you guys were, miss
1: us? Were we away? No. Oh, okay. So we've decided, you know, not to do any introductions or music or anything on the show. Um, let us know what you think of that because we've been doing the show for a couple of months now. And uh, let us know what you think about it. We just want to get right to the content. Right to the heart of the matter, funnels and follow up, creating the funnel, creating the way of attracting your ideal high paying client, and then doing the follow up. And we're going to talk to today's guest, Omar Zenholm. He's the co founder of Webinar Ninja, the webinar software that we use for all of our webinars, which was founded in 2014. Over a million people have attended a webinar on Webinar Ninja. And it has been named as one of the fastest growing S-A-A-S companies. For those who don't know, who are not geeks, S-A-A-S, when you see the big A, the, the big S, and all that, that stands for Software as a Service. Software I'm as a so Service proud
0: of you. So in 2018.
1: Proud of you. That's because I live with you. Uh, Omar is also the host of iTunes Best of 2014 podcast, The $100 MBA, uh, MBA Show. That is a great show. If you've not listened to it, great show. Over 100 million, I was going to say over a million, over 100 million downloads and over 1,300 episodes. The $100 MBA is ranked as a top business podcast in over 30 countries. We should hope to get at least a little bit of that. And uh, Omar and his uh, and his beautiful partner <laughs> were uh, were one of our first guests on our show years and years ago. And that's how we, uh, and that's how we met. So um, tell us a little bit about. Well, first of all, hi, Omar. Welcome.
2: (laughs) It's great to be here, guys. Always awesome to speak to you guys.
1: Thank you. So good to see you and speak to you too. And we just complete, well, no, we didn't complete your class. Let's, let's be fully honest. here. Life happened. Uh, personal stuff happened with us. We have to finish up the class, but we are loving the class. And hopefully, you'll talk a little bit about that on on how to do really phenomenal, amazing webinars. So, tell us a little bit about um, you know webinar ninja and how webinars can help in that whole funnel process.
2: Totally. Um, I uh, fell in love with webinars back in 2012 uh, when it was uh, really a big pain to do a webinar. Uh, but for those who don't know, I come from a teaching background. I was a teacher for 13 years. I was a high school university teacher for 13 years before I transitioned to full-time entrepreneurship. Uh, for 10 years when I was a teacher, I side hustled. I had an eBay store, I sold the uh, you know things uh, you know and resold them and I just tried to figure out like this whole entrepreneurship thing while I was in a job. Uh, right. which which is a fun time because you have a chance to make mistakes and learn what kind of entrepreneur you want to be and what things you don't like and all that kind of stuff yeah. um, in the comfort of a, of a salary. Um, but then I made that leap. And um, the funny thing is, is that uh, I really gravitated to webinars because uh, I felt like I can utilize my skill as a teacher uh, with webinars and be able to teach my audience, you know, different things to help them improve their business. And I was running a program called the Hundred Dollar MBA, which is the name of our podcast as well. Um, and I was teaching business lessons, and and also at, at, on the back end of that webinar, I was offering them our course. Um, and I would just fell in love with it because it was so so amazing because I was able to build a relationship and build that trust with our audience so quickly um, so much more quickly than you would with a website or a video, because we're going back and forth and I'm connecting with them intensely for an hour. Um, so it was a lot easier to kind of, um, have them see why they would benefit from my training. Um, and that's kind of when it was a light bulb moment for me. It was just like, okay, I'm going to do these webinars regularly. And I was running webinars every single week. Um, but it was a big pain in the butt. It was a big pain in the butt to put webinars together. I had to hodgepodge, a landing page software with a webinar software, with my email marketing software to follow up. And then I had to create a landing page for my replay and then download the replay and then put it on Vimeo, And then put, it was like, it was like hours of work, right? Every single time I'd run a webinar. But I continued to do it because they, they were making me sales. Yeah. So, but I, I thought there's gotta be a better way to do this. Um, right. So, you know, luckily, like I, I know a bit of PHP, I know a bit of HTML. Um, when I got started in business, one of the things I did is build WordPress websites. And, um, okay. so I created a really small beta version of what webinar Ninja is, which is basically is an easy way to put all the moving parts together in one place. Um, and I started running the webinars just so to make my life easier, but people right. on the webinar and I was running it were like, Hey, what are you using for this webinar? And we're just like, uh, it's something I put together and they're like, well, can we buy it? And I was just like, Oh, I never not even thought about that. So. We actually just—we actually pre-sold Webinar Ninja back in 2014 on the idea of solving a few pain points that people have with webinars. And from there, we—we uh, we I, I, I actually did it because I wasn't even sure people would buy this. Like, I never sold software before. You know, I was in the content game. I was selling content and selling coaching. Um, but uh, we put it out there, and uh, I just emailed my list, and we sold out our first 250 spots in 48 hours. So we're like, okay, great. This obviously a huge demand here that right. people are willing to put money down and not even get a software until another four months, just because uh, they want you know their their problem solved. So that's kind of the birth of Webinar Ninja and how we got started. And since then, we kind of just iterated and improved and listened to our your customers and are getting feedback. And we realized you know it's not just enough to create a great software which is easy to use, but we right. also want to be able to provide the training to make sure they're successful with that software because we we quickly realized that you know. If we want to be a sustainable business, we got to make sure that we invest in the success of our customers, and that's that's kind of what we built a bit of training as well as uh, improving the software constantly.
1: Which I I think you know you guys go above and beyond with the training, with you know with what you do, with how you put it together, Um, and the support. Don't forget the support. The
0: support you guys have it together when it comes to supporting the software and it, you know we used to be in the software business not as wide of a market as you have with webinar ninja but you know it the support is the hardest part cuz you know people put have a question for you and you they want an answer now they want an yeah. answer an hour ago you know, so you guys have done a great job keeping up on that and, you know, more power to you with that because we're out of the software business and happy for it.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Barry, for that. That means so much. I'm going to pass that on to the team because we work really hard our, to, to find great talent as well as train them. They go through a long period of training, uh, three months, basically, of just making sure they fully understand uh, their purpose. And the purpose is, is that you got to care for our customers. You got to make sure that you make them feel like you have their best interest in mind and not just a, toss them a tutorial and, you know, you deal with it. No, we want to walk you through it. Make sure that you you actually get to the result you, you chatted with us for. Um, this is not easy. I got to give a lot of props, a lot of respect to Nicole, my partner, business partner in life. She uh, is one that built the whole customer service department, uh, you know, cultivated our whole team, the culture, made sure that um, you know we have a great customer service manager, CJ, she's a rock star, she's trained uh, countless agents helping us out. Um, and the reason why we invested in it and made sure that we have great customer support is because we know the bar is low. We know the bar is low in, in, with our competition and it's a great way to differentiate. you like, can't differentiate and go public and, and be an IPO like Zoom. So let's let's compete on customer service and be a more high touch and make sure that people feel like we really, we really care uh, about them and how they use
0: the software. Yeah, it's so funny, Catherine. What were you <laughs> laughing at?
1: Well, the bar is so low. It's like, well, you know, you just have to go like. An inch above what the bar is, but you guys, you guys, I love how you said that. You guys go way, you know, way above and beyond. And I'm not the tech person here. Barry puts the webinars together, and not because I can't or because it's complicated. Because that's what I married him for. You know, when you have a business partner, when when you decide that you're going to go and and we talked about this years and years and years ago. But when you decide that you're going to go into business with, you know, with with your life partner. Not only do you have to divide and conquer, but you know you really got to say, "All right, is he is he pulling his weight? Is he doing what he has to do?" No, I'm just kidding.
0: Well, I I, you, I did exactly like Omar did. I found someone smarter and better looking than me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's the truth, Barry. You you nailed it right there. <laughs> <laughs> now I want people before we go further because we are right now. For those that are watching us live, we are really live. So the clock over Omar's shoulder says eight o'clock. Omar is not in the United States. No, I'm in Sydney. <laughs> so you are It's the future, eight uh, o'clock in the morning. It's, it's tomorrow, yeah. but what? it's
1: six hours behind.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy. It, it, we,
1: we're doing our show here in Phoenix, Arizona on Monday at 2.11 in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon, but it's already Tuesday. So Omar yeah. knows... Um, what's happening tomorrow? Um, what the we is the we're still about. here,
2: guys. The earth is still here. We're, we're, we're still alive. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> How does doing a webinar and doing a webinar on a regular basis? Get me people into my funnel, get me viable prospects to talk to.
2: I love this question because you actually preface it with something that's very important is, is doing consistently. Anything that you do once or twice, you're going to get mediocre results. Just like if you started running Facebook ads, a lot of people, they quit after the first or second time because they're just not getting conversions or they're spending too much and they didn't optimize their, you know, the cost per acquisition or whatever it is. Right. Um, it takes months to really refine an ad and make sure that, okay, it's super delved in and this is what works. Um, same thing with anything else in life, getting up on stage you know, and speaking at a conference or you know, starting a podcast or starting a show, you're not going to be amazing the first time around. Yeah, but guess what? Except for Yeah, go ahead.
0: Except
2: for you, of course. You're, yeah. You're, I mean, you're exceptional the time. But it, it reminds me of a great story. One of my favorite stories of all time. It's by Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld gets up on stage for the first time. Uh, he's at the Comedy Cellar in New York. Um, and he does a set. He totally bombs. And he's just horrible. People hate him. And he gets off the stage and the other comedians in the back were like, you know, sorry, man, I'm, I'm really bad. I'm, I'm really sorry that happened to you that you really you know, had a horrible time up there. And he's like, what are you talking about? That was great. And he's like, what do you mean? That was great. Like you're totally bombed. Everybody's like booming, booing you. And he's like, no, no, like that doesn't matter. I'm going to come back tomorrow. I'll, I'll do it again. But I'm a comedian now I'll, I'm in the arena. Like for him it, winning was not defined by me being you know, applauded or getting cheers me winning for him was I'm actually doing it. I'm actually one of those people that gets on stage and tells jokes and now I'm a comedian. So I love this mentality and it can be applied in business all the time. And webinars are the same way. Like You got to do it first so you can be a doer, so you can actually take some action in your business. Um, one of my favorite books is Who Moved My Cheese, which is a classic you know, book on management. But the whole point of the book is that you can't be thinking all the time. You got to start chasing the cheese, start doing things, start running around. Um, and my my number one advice to people who start their first webinar, it's the hardest thing about doing a webinar is doing your first webinar. Most people, when they, once they do their first webinar, they're so surprised at, at the result. Like the worst case scenario, they're going to make, uh, they're going to grow their email list. That's the worst case scenario. They're going to have more people on their email list than they had yesterday. Okay. Uh, And Most of our users that run a webinar, they actually make a couple of sales just off their first webinar, whether it's on the live webinar or off the replay or something like that. Um, Statistically, um, just across the board of all webinars that are run, uh, 15% of people that attend a webinar, that watch your webinar, whether it's live or or a replay, will buy something from you at some point, right? And if you compare that to a, a high converting sales page, that's 1%. If it's really high converting, like it's like incredible copy and it's an incredible deal and all that kind of stuff. Like we're talking about, you know, AppSumo or stuff like that where they have crazy copywriters and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so I don't know about you, but I want to do 15 times better. You know, like, so my advice when people are getting started is that you have to have a mindset, like, this is something I'm going to do consistently for the next few months. I'm going to see some results. I'm going to start nurturing these people. The other thing is, is that you have to do something in your business to see any kind of change, right? You can't just think about it, you can't just dabble, you gotta really commit to it. And people that do commit to it, see incredible results. Um, You know, I just spoke to John Lee Dumas the other day um, and you know, he puts out an income report, right? John Lee Dumas, huge entrepreneurs, making all this money, blah, blah, blah. You know, in his last year, he credits $4 million off webinars. Just doing webinars, four million dollars. Whether he did the webinars for himself or through his affiliate, you know, connections or whatever he does, but like, that's a lot of money on the table. You know, like yes, he has a huge audience and things like that. You know, when we do our webinars, we also often give practical examples from our users. Like this user, he is he has a course. The course is three hundred dollars and he got 46 people to attend his webinar, 46 is not much, right? But 15%, you know, he made a few thousand dollars, you know, just off, off that small conversion rate, you know, like even sh- small groups buy. you know? So the point is, is that if you're trying to grow your business, if you're trying to make sales on a consistent basis, uh, I haven't seen anything that it consistently, you know, converts at that rate. So, um, that, my advice is just be consistent with it. You know, you know, do to, do do one first to get your your feet wet and feel better about it, and just be honest about it. When you do your webinar the first
0: time, just say, "Hey guys, this is my first webinar. If I make a few mistakes, yeah. you know, forgive me." Yeah, and if you have one person on there, so be it. Right. Uh, Forty-six people on a webinar for someone starting out—that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I have five. My first one.
1: Five. <laughs>
0: I think we had three. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, and, and oh, our very first webinar using Webinar Ninja. Our very first webinar was actually for our old software company, and we were training our own people on the changes that we had made in the software. And only three of our software users were on it, so um, yeah. even if we weren't doing something right. Or you know, they figured, oh, we'll get a private lesson later. Um, you mentioned the statistic: fifteen percent of every out of every hundred people, fifteen or fifteen percent will buy something on webinar that means for every 6.66 infinity people that you um every six and two-thirds people that you get on your webinar one of them will buy something yeah when you break it down like that i mean how horrible is it to do a webinar answer not at all because you don't have to see the faces of the people that you're doing the webinar with
0: and you know yeah. well, uh you said it also um John Lee Dumas, you know, $4 million, but he's got, you know, he's got a big audience. He didn't always have a big audience. You know, yeah. I, I... We all started zero. Yeah. I mean, we got to hammer that home. You don't start and have $4 million come in. No. It yeah. doesn't happen. It's years of work to get yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, Hard work.
1: Yep. They they work their butts off. And, and, you know, as do you, as do Nicole, as do so many of you guys out there that are, that are you know... All these success stories. So dear listeners, all these success stories, take a look at where these people started. Take a look at what they did in order to get to where they are. And, and um, you know, for, for Omar and Nicole, it was webinars. It You know, it's all about doing the webinar. Let me ask you something. How long should a webinar be? So
2: the sweet spot is between an hour and 90 minutes. Um It depends on uh, obviously your crowd. You know, when I have larger webinars, about 300 people on the webinar or something like that, then it is really busy in the chat and you want to go back and forth and you want to give as much attention and respect to those who attended. Um, So those will go a little bit over, but I will address it in the beginning. Guys, we might go over, like, you know, we might go to 90 minutes. I want to make sure I answer every single question before I end the webinar, all that kind of stuff. It's okay to go 90 minutes, as long as you just, um, you know, set up expectations at the start of the webinar, just let them know, like, this is how long it's going to be. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. If your content's great, if people love what they're they're seeing, um, if you're making a good offer, th- which actually helps them take things to the next level, I always say that when it comes to your webinar and your offer, um, you know, w- we're we're a little controversial in the webinar space, because we, we take a lot of stance when it comes to being very transparent, being very honest, you know, making sure that you're not uh, you know, hoodwinking your audience. You know, I always say at the start of the webinar, hey, this is what we're gonna cover. This is what I'm gonna teach you. You're gonna be able to take away a lot of things where you can use, whether you're using our software or not, okay? But I will show you an easy way to do it and I will give you um, a special offer if you wanna get started. And the way I like to um, structure it is that I'm gonna give you a great workshop, great content that's gonna help you uh, implement. But if you want to implement it faster, easier, uh, more efficiently, I have something for you, which is my product. And that formula works really well uh, with anybody who's selling a course, a platform, a training, whatever product you're offering. Everybody wants, you know, uh, maybe a little bit of a, uh, what's it called? Um, A fast pass, you know, like a fast pass at Disney World, you know, they want an easier way to get on the ride. So... Um, if people are willing to pay that price great if they don't want if, if they don't, can't pay that price that's totally fine too they can use the content and and rock on
0: so you, now webinar ninja we've been using it for years and what we do love about it is that it's so easy to use
2: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah tell- it's one of the hardest things to do <laughs> Yeah it's hard to make it easy right Yeah um, Tell our audience what are some of the features that set webinar ninja apart from the pack? aside Mm -hmm. from ease of use?
2: So the number one feature actually for Webinar Ninja is our team. Our team is so diverse. Uh, We have team members from around the world, some English speakers, some non-native English speakers. Uh, This is important for us because we need to have a global understanding of how people understand webinars, understand the software, understand UI, like the the wording of this feature makes sense uh, uh, to somebody who maybe English is not their first language or maybe it's too wordy or whatever. We take a lot of time to make sure, like you said, it's easy to use. Uh, And it really helps to have a global team because you get uh, an influence from every part of the world. Even as as much as like, you know, in Eastern Europe, you know, know, iPhones are not as popular as in the US. So we gotta make sure our software looks great on Android or on uh, Android devices. Um, So putting that aside, but I'm really proud of the team we built to make a great software. But the number one reason why people um, switch over to Webinar Ninja is that they realize they either use another software like maybe um, a Zoom or a GoTo or even like a Webinar Jam or something like that. And they realize, oh, I need other things to make this work. Um, And they come over to us because we have everything you need all in one place. So whether you want to run a live webinar, whether you want an automated webinar, whether you want to run a series webinar whether you need registration pages or email sequences, or you want to be able to integrate it with your CRM and tag people. So we really pride ourselves on being all in one um, because I built it for that reason. I don't want to Frankenstein a bunch of software, a bunch of independent software that are not necessarily built to work with each other. So yeah, you could zap it all together. And then, you know, but the problem is, is that then you have to maintain all that. I really believe your biggest asset in life is time. You can't buy more time. Right, yep. especially in business, you got to make sure you use your time wisely because you know the t- time will go by, and if you're not progressing, it's a problem. So uh, that's really our hallmark: is being all in one, saving you time. is very easy to use. Uh, the second thing is what you touched on earlier: is our customer support. Is that we make sure that we understand that when you buy a software, you're not just buying a software; you're buying an experience. You're making sure that uh, you're 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 only getting started when you buy. A lot of people, a lot of businesses they for neglect the customer once they buy. But these are their raving fans. You know, one of the things that we love to do is we like to nurture our customers, whether it's through the support when they reach out to us, but we're also very proactive. We make sure that we do a monthly uh, members webinar. We actually have one this week. So um, our member webinars are one of the best things we've done in the last two years, because it's one of the biggest retention tools you can do for your business is run a webinar for your current customers, people that have bought from you already, because <laughs> What that does is that it reminds them of the value of what they got, right? So a lot of people, they buy something, they bought a course, they bought a program, they bought a software, they bought a a physical product, and they just kind of forgot why they bought it or, you know, maybe they haven't uh, really used it in a while. And you just rekindle that again. Hey guys, you know, let's take a look at, you know, the product again, look at these updates we've had. Let me show you some little Easter eggs you probably don't know about that help you, you know, improve your business or your life. Um, and it just creates a sense of community and a chance for them to ask questions, do a little coaching, also to show them what's on the horizon, what's coming up, give you a little bit of anticipation. And it's just once a month. Um, and it's a great way to kind of uh, give them more value than just the software. We also offer you know, a lot of training in our Webinar Ninja Academy. We offer courses, all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, it's more of a holistic experience. We don't just have you buy the software and you deal with it, you know, like whether some of these bigger companies, they just kind of like, you just sign up and that's it. Uh, you got to figure it out or buy a course on Udemy or something like that. So we, we try to take care of the customer, um, and really focus on them even after the purchase, especially after the purchase, because they're just getting started. We want to make sure that they stay customers. So, um, I always say that, you know, because we're a SaaS company or, you know, we, We're always, you know, whether they're on an annual plan or a monthly plan, you know, we have to win the customer over month after month. We got to resell the product to them all the time because, you know, uh, if you're not using it, you're just you're just not going to find the use for it. So you want to make sure they get the benefit out of the product.
0: Right. And I love that, you know, giving them ideas for how to use the product. For me, the the biggest part is uh, the roadmap. Where's the software going? You know, what cool tools are coming down the line. I like to know that stuff. And it, it keeps the anticipation going and the excitement for the software there. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. And, and, and for those of you who are not geeking out, the roadmap is, is exactly what it sounds like. It's the plans for any software, what they're planning to do, how they plan to implement, how they You know how things are going to go and it may not always make sense having been in the software business it may not always make sense in your brain or how you want it to go but it's it's the best way for the software to grow and software should always 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 grow right that's something right there omar you mentioned a monthly webinar for your clients as a way of keep so that's the follow-up part yeah The shows funnels and follow up. That's the follow up part. Tell us a little bit more about that. I mean, I, I, we don't have a product. We have service. A lot of people have services, a lot, you know, it, it, it all mixes in there. So how do you do that? What some tips?
2: I, I always say that one of the easiest webinars to run is a Q&A, open Q&A. So even if you have a bunch of clients that you do services for on a monthly basis or whether they're like one-off projects, you can invite them. It's not going to cost you anything if you have one more person on your webinar, right? So just get them on the webinar and just so you can rekindle that relationship. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to ask a friend if they can help you to move if you haven't spoken to them in five years, right? So sure. you, you want to stay in touch with people and this is a good way to stay in touch at scale. So I always just say either run a member's webinar. I usually just run some tips. I do. I give some updates. I, I talk about what Barry, Barry talks about, you know, um, showing the roadmap, showing what's coming up next. Um, and by the way, like, uh, I actually explain to them how we come up with the roadmap. you like, hey, you know, this is all based on user feedback. We we actually get feedback when people cancel and ask why they canceled in their exit flow. Uh, we focus on those things because we want to make sure people are happy. We do surveys, all that kind of stuff. So... Um, running that kind of webinar really helps lower churn, which is the, the percentage of people that leave your business on a monthly basis or leave or don't continue to buy from you. So you want to make sure that you, you keep that churn as low as possible because, uh, it's, it's so hard to bring in new customers. You don't want a leaky bucket. You know, every time you bring in two customers, three fall out of the bucket. No, you want to keep those customers in the bucket. And that's, and the way to do that is to run these you know, monthly webinars where you can just have open Q&A, question and answer. Um, sometimes you just shoot shoot, shoot the breeze and just talk around, talk and have a good time. And uh, I share like, you know, my vacation plans and they share with their vacation plans, what's going on and uh, share links. And that's pretty, you know, we wrap up the, the call maybe the last few minutes doing that. So it doesn't have to be a super formal thing. Um, a lot of people forget that a lot of people buy your product because of you. They're buying you. They want to have access to you. So, if you can give them a little bit of that once a month, it's enough for them to hang on and continue to buy from you
1: that yeah that's that's so important to to be human, hello, yeah. be human. The big companies are trying to do it you have the you have the advantage of being a a smaller company, so do it be human be be who you are um we just no, we didn't just finish. Catherine, tell the truth. We didn't just finish. We are in the middle of the um, evergreen webinar. So
0: thirty day automated webinar challenge.
1: Right, thirty day automated webinar challenge. Um, and listeners, you've you've all gotten this. You've gotten the email, and you go to register for the mm-hmm. webinar, and lo and behold, magically. The webinar is about to start in a few minutes or you can watch it tomorrow. Uh, You don't have to watch it in a week and a half uh, and and then forget about it. Even if you put it on your calendar, why the evergreen webinar? What's the advantage of that? Talk a little bit about that. Why, why are, why are
0: automated, not evergreen
1: automated, automated evergreen? Yeah.
0: So, We at Webinar
2: Ninja actually are uh, one the only company in the in the in the webinar space that actually takes a very strong stance when it comes to automated webinars. Um, we believe the reason why you should run a webinar is so you can build an audience and build trust with that audience, um, and so that you can be able to sell your products and services. Right, you can't make anybody buy, but the easiest way to get them to buy is for them to build trust with you. Feel like okay, this person's got my back. Uh, I can trust that their content and their products are going to be good all that kind of stuff. Um, So if that's the purpose, if I'm trying to build trust, then I can't break trust any uh, point of the cycle when people are uh, registering for my webinar, attending my webinar, all that kind of stuff. So there are some softwares out there that um, kind of do that. They kind of basically fake a live webinar, make it look like it's live when it's not live. Um, We don't uh, endorse that. And we actually teach in our automated webinar challenge that When you're running an automated webinar, the best thing you could do is at the top of the webinar, say, hey, this is automated, by the way. Just say, thank you for registering for my automated webinar, even though it's automated. I know I recorded this specifically for you, so that way I can make sure that you're getting the most value. It's going to be interactive. I'm going to be running some polls. I'm going to be asking you some questions. You're going to have to take some notes. So this is going to be total uh, total value for you. The first thing you're going to realize is that people are going to start emailing you and saying, I've never heard anybody do that where they just get in front of it and be honest and transparent that this is an automated webinar, right? So that automatically differentiates you, again, bar very low, differentiates you and allows people to automatically build trust with you. Okay, I can trust this person because they're they're not hiding behind the screen. They're actually saying what's going on. On top of that, you're not using some past content. You're actually recording a session, a video, a workshop specifically for the automated webinar designed for automation, meaning that you're not asking questions in the chat that don't relate to people. You're actually asking questions to the viewer directly, rhetorical questions. Hey, I just went through three strategies. Which one are you going to implement first? Which one was your biggest takeaway? Write that down. I know that we're not live right now, but still, I want you to be interactive. I don't know if you remember, but you, Barry and Catherine, you look like somebody who Listen to a few Tony Robbins CDs back in the day when that's all we had to listen to back in the day to get better. Right. Tony used to do this all the time. Be like, Hey, pull over the car, write down the notes and he'd talk to you directly. Right. It's an automated webinar, but it's not a CD. Right. So basically we teach and we uh, design it inside of Webinar Ninja so that you are crafting a very, very high value automated webinar. So when people register for your webinar, they build trust with you. They learn so much. They see your offer automatically. They get your automated what, uh, emails later on, the follow-up emails later on, so they can see what's, what the offer is and all that kind of stuff and, and counter offers. Um, and it converts so well because the problem with trying to fake a simulated live webinar, at some point, they will find out that this is not live. They're going to ask something in the chat and they're not going to get an answer. They're going to, it's going to seem strange. They're going to see my clock in the back, whatever it is, right? right. Um, the point is, is that, at some point, um, you're going to break that trust. And that's not what you want to do. You want to build trust and you want to differentiate yourself by being authentic.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I'm you, I <laughs> so, glad I do, so glad I do a podcast because I'm real good with this talking thing. That is one of many ways that sometimes we don't realize that we're breaking trust. I, I don't think maybe some people don't care, but we don't realize that we're breaking trust. So you're doing an automated webinar, but you're not telling people it's an automated webinar, and that could make somebody feel like, ugh, you know, like I, I thought this was going to be live. It could it could have that icky feeling. That's one way. Um, Barry and I talk about all the time. If you've got a business card with your picture on it, update the picture because you don't. You may not realize that people look at your picture and then they meet you or they see you online or something, and they go that's your high school graduation picture and your high school graduation was in the seventies. What the hell, what else are you lying about? And I think that that that's something super important that you've, you've got to realize people are thinking if you're not that, that simple little thing that you said, Hey, this is a recorded webinar, but, and that simple little thing can make people wonder what else is it that you're not telling me? And that's huge. That's huge. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is, I'm looking at you
2: pause for for effect. Uh, there you go. <laughs>
1: pause, yeah, that's fact. it. <laughs> so when when you're doing a webinar, what kinds of things, you know, this could take three and a half hours, so we don't want to do that. Um, what what kinds of things can you talk about whether it's a live webinar or or a um, an automated webinar? What are some of the things that you want to talk about in regard to your business? Like everything, a little bit, a small bit, ber- you know, a small glimpse.
2: So I like to say that you should always um, share your origin story with your uh, with your audience, but mm-hmm. you want to make sure it pertains to the workshop. Okay. Um, a couple of things. Number one, like, um, if I'm going to do a workshop on, uh, how to, um, how to be, how to be a, you know, be a beginner snowboarder, let's say for example, you know, I just got into snowboarding a couple of years ago, uh, how to be able to go down blue runs or something like that. Right. So, um, if I graduated from Harvard, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. That doesn't help my student, uh, do better at snowboarding. Right doesn't really add any credibility. It doesn't, it's just flat out. You're just showing off for no reason. Right. So, and, and it's not just all praise. I origin stories. If you watch any of the Marvel movies, uh, they share the ups and the downs, right? The reason why these characters are so, uh, you know, um, relatable is because they have flaws, right? So it's okay for you to share. And I, I make sure you have to make sure you do that in your origin story. Hey, I started out like this, I had a win, but then I had a loss and then a win. And then I made a huge mistake. And then I learned from that mistake. And this is how I got to the point where I am today in front of you to run this webinar and teach you this topic, right? That's really the format you want to give because one, people want to realize, want to understand that I can relate to you. Number two, people love to hear how you got out of a situation, right? How do you, how did you overcome adversity? Uh, Three, it's reality. Here's the the truth for everybody who's listening, right? Problems are always gonna be there. Challenges will always be there. It's just which problems do you wanna have, right? Do you want, you know, you might have financial problems and then you solve that problem and now you have another problem. Your business is move, growing so fast, you have to hire more people. That's a better problem to have, right? To so, have. Right, so you wanna exchange one problem for the next, but problems are not gonna go away, right? So the point is, is that by sharing the problems that you had and how you solved them, it shows that hey you come up with good solutions it shows that you can you can you can break through and help people out because you can share your experience and you know you're not going to spend a ton of time but you know 5 minutes is a good amount of time uh, make sure it's an engaging story a lot of people they they think hey I know my story I'm going to wing it I'm going to just go ahead on the webinar it helps to rehearse your story your origin story a few times because you may know the information you lived it but do you know how to deliver it? Do you know how to deliver in a way that's concise and yet effective?
1: So the origin story tips, how many, um, yeah, now we're, now we're getting into, now we're getting into a whole bunch of things, but we're going to, we're going to get some tips and tricks. You're going to get some ideas. Let's take the snowboarding, for example, you're Mm going to get some ideas on snowboarding do we want ten ideas? By the way, I am now the host of the Funnels and Follow Up Show because God bless tech. Um, it, it went it went away on us. Um, but so, do, do we want to give a lot of tips and go shallow, a few tips and go deep, a few tips and go shallow? What, what do you? What do you think? What do you suggest?
2: So, <laughs> what works best is that you focus on three big uh, challenges that your potential audience might have and how you can help solve them, whether you can solve them through your tips and your, your expertise and how you can also solve them, uh, how you can also solve them and move on to the next level with your product. So the point here is, is that I really believe going deep is much better. The, there's nothing worse than leaving a webinar or leaving a speech at a conference and being like, wow, that was great, but I can't really remember what was it about or what I can do with that information. So it's a lot better to have a few ideas that really sink in, that really help you out, that really gives you tips, some solid one-page notes that really allow you to move on. So I always say three. So it's three, you know, pain points that you solve. Uh, you know, for, for us at Webinar Ninja, you know, our three pain points that we solve is you know, I don't have enough time to do a webinar. You know, I'm not going to understand the tech. These are the blockers that people are having, you know, and number three, you know, no one will show up or I won't have enough people to attend. So these are the three biggest things that people say that, that keep them from doing webinars. So we we take it on head on and we we, we, we shatter those those myths and show them
1: how we can solve those problems. So everybody out there, think of the three biggest things and here's how you figure it out what are the three things that your clients are telling you about? What are the three things that your clients are saying that they need um, or that they're complaining about, or, or in general, in your space, what are people complaining about? Um, we actually just uh, heard a, a talk about um, Googling, you know, what are the, what are the three biggest problems of doing a webinar? What are the three biggest problems of attract your ideal clients? So or what are some of the big problems about a tri- around uh, whatever it is? Yeah. And Google, Google will tell you everything. Google will tell you what to have for dinner tonight.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's true. I mean, another strategy that we recommend is you make your first webinar a Q and A webinar where you just say, "Hey, I'm going to answer any questions you have uh, about the topic of snowboarding." Right? Like, "Hey, I'm I'm a snowboard instructor. I'm launching a course." But I want to do an open QA to learn more about what you're struggling with so I can cater to your audience, make sure I'm covering all the bases. And all those questions are pain points. If you if you see repeated questions like, hey, I want to learn how to snowboard, but I'm afraid I'm gonna like fall on my knees all the time and bruise my knees. You know, like how do I get over the fear of falling? So th- that's a big pain point that people have when they start snowboarding. So that's pain point number one. You're going to get another bunch of questions dealing with another pain point. So open Q and a is a great way to get the information
0: you need. Solution. Number one is don't go snowboarding. It's stupid. Just saying it's dumb.
1: I I don't snowboard. I ski. So I need a ski husband, but that's a whole other show.
0: No. Another thing that a webinar can do on another subject is if you're not comfortable speaking to a group, speaking in public. Very true. Webinar is a great way to ease you into it because you're not, you're not seeing the people. You don't have to envision them in their underwear. You just start talking yeah, and you're really talking to people, typing questions to you. So it's going to get you comfortable speaking.
2: Yeah. And and a lot of our members, they don't, they're not even on camera the first time they just go slides. They have presentation slides and they just voice over the slides and they're off camera. They just have their slides full screen. Um, so, um, and I mean, some people just do that so they can be able to follow the content easily. Right. Um, and then when they go Q&A, they can go on camera if they like to just show their face and, and, uh, and, and say thanks to everybody.
0: Right, and being off camera also allows you to read the script, read the script. Because you know if you don't have it memorized, if again, if you're new to this, if you don't have everything memorized, it doesn't mean you don't know it. It doesn't mean you don't know the content. You just don't know the order of the words you want to say. Right. So you could, you could have up on your screen, your word document with a script. No one's the wiser. And you mm-hmm. still look great.
1: Yep. Yep. And and don't feel like you need to memorize everything the first couple of times simply because um, it, when you know what you know, and when you know it so well, you tend to go off on a tangent. That would be me. Uh, so keeping those bullet points in there uh, is, is absolutely fabulous. What do you got coming up, Omar? What what can you tell our listeners? What what can they get? What can they take a little bit further than this? What's going on?
2: So if you are interested in learning more about webinars, if you want to get started, if you want to uh, implement a strategy, a marketing strategy that's going to help you get more customers, if you're frustrated with not getting enough customers, uh, we run a live workshop. I do this live workshop myself every single week. So if you go to webinarinasia.com slash workshop, you can attend to the next one um, and you'll see the landing page, all that kind of stuff, and you can register and attend. Um, we, I never end a webinar without answering every single question. Um, it allows you to ask questions, uh, ask how this applies to your business. Does this work for my type of business? One of the number of questions we get asked is, does this work for physical products? It's like, you'd be amazed how many physical product businesses run webinars because they realize, wait a minute, this is like QVC. This is like home shopping network. I can just sh- show my products. Exactly. Here's you know, um, People used to die to get their product on QVC. Now they can they can broadcast and do it themselves, have their own studio. So um, yeah, workshop is uh, webinar.com slash workshop is where you can uh, find me and ask me questions live. Uh, we have a huge group every week and it allows you to kind of meet other people that are in the same space as you. Um, I, I would also just recommend to anybody who's just thinking about running webinars or wants to know what's the, what's the benefit of doing it. Like, am I going to get a return on investment for this? Cause they're thinking, okay, I got to create some slides. I got to buy the software. I got to put this all together. Uh, at the workshop, we actually show you how you can have everything you need to run it from how to choose your topic to how to outline your webinar from the slide templates to the actual email scripts, every single thing will be, uh, offered to you so you could see how to do it. Um, so again, we want to make sure that you're successful with webinars. So, uh, if you're interested, uh, I'll see you there at the workshop.
1: And, you know, I, I want to say with webinars, we all talk about, you know, I, I, I need, I need more leads. I need more leads. I need more leads. The webinar Takes your lead one step further. My opinion, I could be wrong. I'm not wrong.
0: You're not wrong. You're never wrong.
1: Takes your lead one step further. You have an email from somebody. They have grabbed your your lead magnet. Okay. They've grabbed that little, you know, top 10 things to do to. When you fall
0: down money. snowboarding.
1: Not fall down snowboarding. Whatever it is. They've, they've gotten that with the webinar. They get you. There is nothing better, in my opinion, than you. And it's not you specifically getting on a call and then getting on another call and then getting on another call. And then it's one to many. <clears throat> so these people have downloaded your whatever it is, what whatever piece of literature that you've put together that shows what a genius you are. They've downloaded it. Great. Now you can get them on a webinar. Now they can see you, whether it is uh, an automated webinar or it is, um, you know, or you do a live webinar, however often you do it, they get to see you because especially, I know we've got a lot of coaches out there and, and consultants and people like that, but whatever it is that you do, people are going to work with you because of your personality. There are people that want to work with Barry and I, there are people that refuse to work with Barry and I based on our personality. You know what? I don't care and you can't care but what you can do is give people an opportunity to see who you are and what you're all about and you do that on a webinar
2: yeah totally i mean and you you touched on it with the whole uh, you know you need to get leads so you can be able to get sales Um, uh, one of the funnels that we recommend with webinar ninja so you can get the leads and then also build that relationship and get the sales is that like i run an automated webinar on one topic, I put it on social, I have it on my website, it's on my blog, it's at the bottom of my blog post so people can opt in. So constantly people are registering for this automated webinar. And then the call to action on the webinar and in the email follow-up sequences is attend my next live webinar. So it's like a two-step process. I get them because they get instant gratification through the automated webinar. They learn about me, they get a great nugget. They're like, wow, okay, I learned something. Uh, I wanna go live and I wanna ask some questions. I wanna take things to the next level. Um, and then on the live webinar is when we really go deep and really go back and forth. And then obviously we make an offer uh, if they want to move on to the next level. And if they don't take the offer, that's totally fine. Let me tell you something. We have members at Webinar Ninja that they told me, it took me three or four live webinars to, to be a member. After the fourth webinar, I was like, okay, I, it's time for me to make this choice. Like I said at the top of the, the, the call, we can't make anybody buy anything. Your job is to build trust with them and when they're ready to buy, your job is, because you built that trust, they are not going to shop around. That's it. You know, I've learned from this person. They've given me uh, a whole bunch of great value. I don't want to shop around and Google and try to find another person to help me snowboard. No, this person is the person I'm going to go to when I'm ready to go.
1: Absolutely.
0: That absolutely- builds a sense of loyalty, I think, because they're getting to know you, uh, even though you don't see them, you know, they're in their mind, you do see them, and you've had conversations, and there's now loyalty. That's that's happened because you built that trust. Totally,
2: and the law of reciprocity, as you know, you know, like the, I have so many people that have helped me along the way. No one builds a business alone. You get support. People help you all the time. And you know, one of them was Grant Baldwin. Grant Baldwin, uh, he's a public speaking uh, speak. Speaking coach, public speaking coach. Look was at me saying that. Yeah. Public <laughs> like speaking coach. Uh, and he just launched a book recently. And when he told me about it, you know, I was running to find a way to support him because he supported me when I got started and I was, help- I need this help and we kind of helped each other out. So, um, it, and it's not anything like, I feel like I'm going to get a kickback or anything like that. It's just, I felt the need to do that because uh, of that law of reciprocity.
1: Right. Absolutely, we. You know, there are so many things that we do out there. It's, it's part of being in a community. But we are fans of Webinar Ninja. I think that that's that's probably the bottom line. It's you know, we are truly fans. We truly use this. Now that we've spent even more time with uh, with Omar, and when we finish the darn course, you'll see a heck of a lot more webinars from us. But it has been tremendously useful. It has helped us build our business. It has helped us reach out and have a stage. Always have a stage, and and that I think is super important. So bear, put up Omar's thingy again on put the his thingy up again. Thingy, right. Omar, there's
2: your thingy. There you go. Totally for you guys. Join us on the workshop, uh,
0: WebinarNinja.com slash workshop.
1: Yep, WebinarNinja.com slash workshop. And
0: even even if you're watching or listening to this recorded later, it's every week Omar does this. So just go, WebinarNinja.com slash workshop. If you're in your car driving, just hit pause. When you pull over, write it down.
1: That's right. Don't don't write and drive. We hate that. Um, and, and it will be on show notes here, there, and everywhere. So any last minute advice, any last words of wisdom for our entrepreneurs out there who are listening to the show?
2: I do, actually. Um, and it, it, for me, uh, it all goes down to action. Anytime you look at anybody who's done anything significant in business or in life, right, they took some sort of action to change the situation. Okay. if you want to change your situation, whether you're doing great and you want to do better or you're getting started and you're not sure if this is going to be, uh, you know, right for you or if this is a risk. um, One of my favorite quotes by Jim Rohn is the same walls you put up to keep out fear, keep out opportunity. So what's holding you back uh, from action is going to hold you back from success. So whatever you decide to do, whether you're going to do webinars or you're going to try something else, email marketing, you're going to try Facebook, whatever it is, right? You have to take action. You got to move forward. You got to, and by taking action, you learn from that action. You learn what works, what doesn't, but by not doing anything, uh, this is where nothing happens. This is where no growth happens. Uh, And a lot of us, we get stuck in that because we are afraid of the the ramifications of our decisions. Um, But. One of the things I learned in my over 10 years of business is that you need to just take action, move forward, um, make a decision and, and see how it goes. And if it, if it goes well, great. How can it be better? How can I improve? Um, but if you want to change something, you just get, you have to do something. You can't just think about it. You can't plan about it. A lot of us, we mask it as research or R&D, but really is, is our fear holding us back. So don't put up the walls you know, put them down and uh, be vulnerable to, it's okay. You make a mistake, you can learn, you can you can adjust. And what I love about when you're just getting started is that uh, no one really knows about you yet. You don't have a huge audience. You're not falling on your face in front of millions of people, right? It's only a few people and that's okay because you're learning still how to, you know, uh, become an entrepreneur or learn how to, this whole business thing. And we're all learning, by the way. Like I learn something every, every day, a few things every day, you know? So my advice to you is that if you wanna change something, uh, look at what kind of actions can I take to change my situation?
1: Action. That's that main word. So Omar Zenholm webinar ninja. It is another wonderful way of filling up your funnel. And as Omar taught us today, it is a great way to continue to do follow up. As always, Omar, such a pleasure to see you, to be working with you um, and to have you on our show. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Catherine. It's great to have you or have you or
0: be here with you. Be here. Be here. We had you. Yeah. Uh, and let's, the last minute, let's see. We're on YouTube at the Cohen Coaching Channel, Fa- uh, Facebook on the Funnels and Follow Up page, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play Podcast, all the podcast platforms where it funnels and follow up. Subscribe, like us, review us. And if anybody at the has, a jingle. They'd like to donate to the funnels and follow up show. We are open to it. I'm just saying. This is new.
1: <laughs> All right, Omar. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you
0: so much. We'll see everyone Thanks. next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye.